Before we start this episode, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners on the land on which we're recording this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to their elders, both past, present, and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Hey, I'm Sam Squires. Welcome to On Her Mind, where we delve deep into the big issues affecting women in sport, providing thoughtful background analysis, insight, and opinion. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the age-old debate about women playing three sets of tennis as opposed to five at Grand Slams and provide some strong points of argument. If you, like me, constantly have people ask you about it as an objection to equal pay. And joining me to discuss this, pleased to say that we have the presenter of Willow Talk for listener, Adam Peacock, who is also sports journalist for Code Sports, and you're covering the Australian Open for Code Sports down there in Melbourne this week. Uh, firstly, Adam, welcome to the show. It's wonderful to have you on. Um, and I also, secondly, want to ask you, do you get asked about this as much as I do? Sam, hello, and it's great to chat. Uh, it doesn't come at me as much because I'm a bloke, mm. so I don't get that as much, but it is discussed around, it's more a casual tennis fans discussion. Mm. Around the halls at, say, the Australian Open, they're not going around asking each other, what do you reckon, best of three, mm. best of five for women. It's it's not really a discussion there. Mm. Now, inside meeting rooms of tournament directors and the power brokers of tennis, it might be brought up. But certainly at that level, it's not mentioned as much. We don't hear it as mm. much, but I get the discussion. It's it's a debate that fires, its, uh, fires itself up a few times a year. Well, I almost didn't want to talk about it because it's just been going on for so long. It just makes my eyes roll and mm. gets me quite frustrated, but I do get asked about it all the time. So I was like, well, you know what, maybe we do discuss it on the show, bring some more nuanced discussion and debate to this and provide a little bit more insight, just going, well, why do you know women get paid the same as men when they only play three sets? Three sets at four tournaments a year. It only happens at Grand Slams. But I have to say, let's start this off. The WTA has really led the way for equality in sport and in particular equal pay for women. You know, everything that the WTA has done and Billie Jean King as well is mm. has just been wonderful. But when it comes to the discussion about five sets versus three at Grand Slams, it should never really be part of the equality equation, should it? It's linked and it's, okay, you, you get paid the same, you have to do the same. That's the you know, base level thought for people who might think that there should be best of five sets. But I can't see in this day and age, especially this day and age, given what's happened with women's sport in the last five years, in particular at the professional level, that the, okay, well, the men are playing five at Grand Slams, the women are playing three, let's repeal what has gone on for the last 30, 40 mm. years and say, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do it as a, a pro rata approach in terms mm. of pay. That, that is simply not going to happen. Just to give historical context to what exi- exactly has happened with prize money, equal prize money, and also best of uh, three, best of five. It has happened in the women's game, best of five at the Tour mm-hmm. Championships in the 80s, and I think it ended in the, in the early 90s, that they went that way. And yeah, there were some fantastic matches. Uh, Steffi Graf, who was the best around at the time, she didn't really care either way. She was just happy to play whatever. She mm. she wasn't a, a huge advocate for it. She wasn't a huge detractor against it. Mm. Uh, but further, further back about the equal pay, the US Open were the first with equal pay, but it actually took Billie Jean King to go and get a sponsor on the side 
to mm. juice up the prize money to make it equal, mm. and the sponsor provided the bulk, not the USTA. Mm. And then for forever and a day, the the US Open was equal pay. And then the others eventually caught up. It took a while; it took over mm. 20, 30 years for the Australian Open, the French Open, Wimbledon to catch up. Mm. But all along, there has been that you know haze over the top. Mm. Do we go to five? Yeah. What's it going to benefit? And I don't think the benefits outweigh the negatives or I don't think the benefits of it outweigh what is there at the moment. The status quo. Now, yeah. at the moment, the status quo, that could change. Mm. But, yeah, the, the debate will always go on because there's equal prize money but not equal time on court. Mm. I don't think it's linked. I disagree with you on that because you are still having the best female, whether she plays three sets or five, against the best male. Best male gets paid the same as what the best female does. And I just I just don't think, and when you look at the revenue streams for tennis, women are still putting the bums on seats. They're still putting the eyeballs on the screens, you know. Having the women there are still encouraging and inspiring young little girls to at your grassroots level to play the game. I mean, they're all your revenue streams. So whether mm. they play three sets or five, they're still making money for tennis. And I, I don't think it makes a difference whether they play three or five. And also the equality, like the best female against the best male as well, no matter how they got there and mm. how many people they had to overcome to be able to, to, to get there. And, you know, when you look at you know, those revenue streams and those eyeballs on screens, you only have to look at last year's Australian Open final, you know, Ash Barty against Daniel Collins rated higher in three, in two sets, really, than what Nadal versus Medvedev did. And that was a classic five-setter. Nadal down two sets, mm. rallied and came back to win the Grand Slam. And they had over a million more people watch the women's final than they did the men's. And that happens, you know, throughout history. Serena Williams at the Australian Open and did it a few years ago as well, outrated the men's as mm. well. So that's my argument to that. I don't think it's linked in that sense. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, the, the, the ratings about Ash was very much based on Australian ratings, but mm -hmm. it's happened overseas as well. Emma Raducanu winning the US Open in 2021, which, and about this, if you want to call it a debate, here's one to put in your pocket, Sam, if you want to accuse anyone of, uh, of neglecting the what is actually happening. The 2021 US Open, the women's, was probably the best Grand Slam tournament as a whole in terms of thrilling matches all the way through that I can think of in the last decade. Men's or women's. Mm. Whereas the men's, you look back at the 2021 US Open, you have to really think who actually mm. won it. But you remember the the um, it was Emma Raducanu who came through qualifying, didn't drop a set, ranked mm. 150 in the world, came mm. from nowhere, ends up winning, beating Layla Fernandez, this mm -hmm. fighting Canadian who was fantastic to watch as well. So there's that argument. Personally, I would like to see the best of five sets in the final mm -hmm. for the women's. Mm -hmm. Now, they have tried <laughs> The Australian Open tried that in the early 90s. Paul McNamee, the old tournament director, stuck his head up and said, uh, yeah, we're going to have it. There was one problem for Paul. He forgot to uh, consult with the players in the okay, WTA. Small and they, issue. <laughs> yeah, um, like, yes. I think his words were, uh, we stuck our ne necks out and we got them chopped off. So, yeah. <laughs> or stuck our heads out, we got it chopped off. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's what happens when you don't communicate. Mm. So that's another issue. And mm -hmm. that's, a, yeah, I, I, as, a, as a male um, talking to a female who I love, uh, my wife, sometimes I don't communicate and I get in trouble. So I can understand <laughs> that, that predicament that Paul faced mm. back in 1994. But I, I actually think there should be best of five. Um, mm -hmm. We've actually got a female tournament director at a Grand Slam at the moment, Emily Moresba, mm -hmm. who has publicly 
wondered in her own mind about, oh, should we go to five? Mm. I'd love to, as a player, I would have loved to play five. So mm. I think if, if it's going to happen, I think it would go through the prism of let's make our championship decider a best of five. Mm-hmm. And I've got a little feeling with Amelie there that it could be the French first up, but at not getting ahead of myself, that there's no real mm. play at the moment. Mm to go to best of five for a final. Because I've heard an argument as well that the slams literally in the scheduling cannot fit five sets in for men and females. So it's True. less about what women can do or should do and more about we just don't know if we can do it with the scheduling. Mm. Is there truth to that argument? Uh, yes, absolutely. You mm. look at the schedule, for instance, in the first four days of a, of a major where basically they're using all the real estate they can inside a tennis center. Melbourne Park is mm. a fam- fantastic, um, setup, but they're, they're using about 18, 19 courts. Mm. So you go to best of five for all matches. That means that probably you have to go cut down the number of matches on a court in any one given day by one, maybe two mm. to fit them all in the possibility of going to five. Look with, with the women going over five, they do play quicker. The The sets are quicker. Mm. So it, it, the best of five, you, I, I don't think you'll see too many five-hour mm. jobs that mm. you can see in the men's. I mean, mm. round one of the Australian Open, day one of the Australian Open had a few of those. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it is a scheduling issue. That's mm. another factor. But I'll, Add in rain as well, especially at Flushing yeah. Meadows. Like that could impact the scheduling as well. But I, I don't think it should be judged on what the schedulers can do. They can fi- find a way, just build more courts. The, mm. the, the Grand Slams have enough money for this. So I, I do think that the I mean, what has been talked about more, oddly enough, is the men going back to three. best of three mm. in a Grand Slam, mm. maybe the first week. Not sure. But then- Would they, they want to do that? Would they I'm, be open to that? Uh, I don't think the men would want to, especially the, the better players, because mm. they could then just get blown off the court quickly by- mm. A guy ranked 100 in the world having a day out. Mm. Uh, I, I think there'd be significant pushback on that. But honestly, on the tennis tour, that's been more talked about rather than mm. the the women going to five. Remember Nat Ravalova um, back in the day, she was talking about how the fact that the five sets is damaging the longevity of uh, the men's players. But since mm. then, you know, Federer, <laughs> yeah. Djokovic and Adal just keep going and going and have like ruined that argument. I think she was using that argument for three sets. But yeah, that couldn't. Yes, well, it was true in back in the day. day. Yeah, it was true back in the day because all the best men were done by thirty. Mm. Like in the eighties, um, they were. I don't, I don't know if it was more to do with their social activities that they were getting up to, and then the <laughs> ultra professionalism kicked in. But you're right, Federer, Djokovic, Nadal going past the age that. of thirty-five. It's incredible. Do the women want to play five sets? Is there an argument there? Can they play five sets? I don't think physically there's an issue there, but would they no. want to? No physical issue. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. I, I've. Again, going back to what I've seen in the past, that there was one match at the Australian Open, a final between Halep and Wozniacki a couple of years ago that you wanted it to go to five. Mm. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. There was so much drama. It went mm. to three and it was a, it was an epic. Uh, there are other, I've seen a few Wimbledon finals. Um, oh, there was one in particular in New York, Kim Kleister's Vera's Vonareva. It was over within an hour and we were like, oh, that was a bit of a letdown. But then we had the fact that we were on a bus back to Manhattan to have an early Saturday night in Manhattan. So it wasn't too bad. It was, <laughs> there was a benefit there in that respect. But yeah. You, Maybe not for the game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think, I reckon if well, you said to question. the women. that's a question. Like, are we shackling women's sports by not allowing them to pay five sets? Are we stifling their potential? Because, you know, you, you've given those examples. You know, for, for the men's five setters, they would have been exactly the same story. So we almost like stifling women's tennis by not 
allowing them to play five sets. I think the big question is, does it make it a better product than what you've got right now by making it five? And I don't know they know the answer. Yeah. I was about to say, how do you know that? We you just don't, don't know. know uh, and I'm you, not too got, sure within, like, if they made the decision, whether we'd find out the answer straight away. I think maybe it would take a long time, well, not, a few years for them to be conditioned to playing five sets and we could see that. Yeah. I'd, but I'd like to see the final, the best of five. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I think the championship match deserves a championship feel about it. Now, how you go about telling the playing group, oh, by the way, semis back three sets, uh, it's a bit like playing a cricket World Cup and playing the best of 30 overs, get to the final and play the best of 50 overs. It, mm. it changes the dynamic within the tournament. Mm. So it might not happen in that regard, but yeah, I'd, I'd just love to see it. Um, you know, we talked earlier about the WTA and just how it's led the way with equality in sports and Billie Jean King and and everything. You know, in the 60s and 70s, I just listened to this podcast the other day by ESPN about, you know, the marathons and how the Boston Marathon, they didn't think that women could mm. run a marathon. They thought it was bad for, you know, for them and their prospect of giving childbirth and everything, you know. They didn't physically think women could do marathons and now we do. We've seen it in a lot of spots, boxing, weightlifting, like they've been able to um, to, to level the load with women and allow women to do exactly the same as men, like even the 1500 meters swimming. Like now it's at the Olympics for the first time for women at Tokyo. With all this progression, we know women can physically do it. Is it does it look bad? Does it almost, is tennis almost being hypocritical with all its progression by not allowing women to play five sets. Do the optics of this just look really wrong having men play five sets and women only play three? I don't think so. I, I disagree with that. I I think because the, again, back to that word, and I sound like I've got a freaking marketing degree or something like this. You but, do. Come on now. <laughs> I do not. I do not have any degree. Uh, a long way off. No letters after my name. Uh, the, it's because the product at the moment it's so watchable. Mm. So why change it? I, th- mm. I think that's the big argument. It, we know physically women can do it. Mm. Man, physic- <laughs> women can push out humans. Like I think they'd be mm. physically capable to play five sets. We can Looks grow like watch- humans, not just push them out. <laughs> we can grow humans, multiple ones. My wife's first labour, I think, was 28 hours. Ouch. So I reckon yeah. she'd be able to play five sets yeah. if she was asked. <laughs> yes, it. So it's, it's humanly, uh, absolutely humanly possible. That yeah. argument, I mean, it, it is a... I think the optics of it are looking bad. The more I think about it, I just it kind of just doesn't sit right with me. Like I talked about before, I hate, hate this argument completely. Mm. And people always bring it up, but then I have to agree with, I don't want it as, um, as a reason and objection for equal pay, but in a way, I think it's almost the next step because the optics don't sit right for me. And I think maybe tennis is stifling women's tennis by not allowing them to play. It's almost like we, we're not seeing the full potential Mm. of what drama and excitement and physical prowess these tennis players can show. Sure. I'm not going to disagree mm. with that because that's coming from a female perspective. I'm trying to come at it from a, <laughs> of an overall perspective about the fact that if you change it, what are the benefits of changing it? And I don't see too many benefits because everything is fine as it is because mm. the, the, the way that the Grand Slams are set up, it's perfect. Mm. If you want to go and watch men's tennis, you can. You don't mm. have to go and watch women's tennis. If you want to watch women's tennis and you don't want to watch men, 
you can do that too. Mm. But if you want to watch both, hey, go mm. for it. If you want us the doubles, you want to watch the wheelchairs, you, you want to watch the You don't pay less in your ticket for a women's match no. than you do the men's. So It's the ultimate mm. tennis buffet and you can do what you want with mm. your ticket. I just, I, I don't get the argument from, and it, it's usually from the male species. Yeah. And it's usually after a really quick final or a bloke has just <laughs> sweated out. And I've seen some shocking five. The, the match, I won't call it shocking. The match between Djokovic and Nadal at the Australian Open, I think it was 2012 that went mm. about 17 hours. Mm. That wasn't a high, high quality match. Mm. It was only because the Isna Mahu match that went 70, 68 at yes. Wimbledon, yeah. which I was at, yes. that was a Stayed. pretty boring match because it was serve, uh, serve, uh. Yeah. It just, no one could break anyone. Yes. It wasn't a high quality. So the longer the match goes, that doesn't mean still it, stands. It, yeah, the, mm. the drama builds because, you know, when's it going to end? 26 mm. 24 uh, in a women's semi final, Kevin Anderson. It, that wasn't overly enjoyable mm. tennis drama. Mm. Yes. So, yeah, I, I don't see the reason. I, I, I cannot fathom why you'd come up with the conclusion that. Men deserve more just because they spend more time on court. Mm. It's it's so much more nuanced than that. And it's what is set up with the Grand Slam and the juggernauts that are at the Grand Slam now, revenue of over $400 million per tournament. And why? It's because you've got everything involved. Mm. So why upset that for the sake of an argument, which is basically coming from a misunderstood male mm. who doesn't quite get it? Mm. I wouldn't change it. Except well, for the final, maybe, because the championship match. I kind of like that idea. Change it for the final. Hmm. I'd like to see maybe three sets, everyone, and then they get to the finals, the quarters, semis, and then go into five sets. Because I think, I think it would solve the scheduling problem. But like you said, there's yeah. a problem of the men going back to three sets. But you might, you know. You've got time on the schedule to do that. Second second week from the Tuesday onwards, you've got you've got hardly any mm. matches happening. So mm. you, you're only using the main court. You've got time mm. to do best of five yeah. if they wanted to. Oh, another one, Sam, just to put into your mind as well. I'll be intrigued to see, and it will happen. And it, There's no real talk about it now, but the way things are going, uh, I would be intrigued to see which Grand Slam puts the women f- women's final Before on the last day and the men's final yep. on the second last day. A hundred percent. wonder when yep. that's going to happen. You're, you reckon it's going to happen in our lifetime? I would have said before, if Serena Williams was still here, then it would have been at the US Open because it wasn't that because of the Serena and Venus, they changed it. It wasn't even in prime time before the women's final, the US mm. Open. And then because it was Serena and Venus and they were the stars of US tennis, they then changed it and all the other Grand Slams followed. I can't remember what year it was, but you know, it's just one of the examples of how Serena has changed the game for, for winners, win, women's tennis over her career. So I mm. would have said that, but you're right. It's, it's, and you know, Ash last year would have been the perfect example to be able to do that as well. To do that though, I reckon you need to go best of five mm. for the, the bang for the, but you'd hate for it to be the, the standalone match, the last match of the tournament and it go 47 minutes. But then you could Which argue as well though, then, you know, with the Australian Open, we work on Monday morning, having those five setters like yeah. it did last year. You go all the hours. It's like, a small price I'm going to get to though. bed. I'm going to get to bed. Whereas on a Saturday night, you've got Sunday yeah. off and there you go. You just got to get up for nippers in the morning. Um, anyway. I think the point is that the, the status quo as it is right now is working, mm-hmm. but they will find ways to not innovate, but change it and and keep up with the, the changing times, the, the modern world, whatever you want to call it. Just alternate years where you do that. I don't think that's a bad thing, but I think it does set like a, send a strong message and would set a really powerful precedent as well. I like mm. that, Adam. I like it a lot.
Thanks, Sam. I've loved discussing this with you. Um, plenty. I'm glad that we've been able to bring more to the discussion as mm. well. So uh, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the Australian Open and thanks so much for joining me here on On Her Mind. I will. Thanks, Sam.